This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let's focus on another form of growth, and that, of course, is our health care needs, uh, specifically in Surrey. Now, Surrey's health care services, especially at the hospital, uh, have been under scrutiny as of late. Doctors at the hospital warned of unsafe conditions, uh, emergency room congestion, and a shortage of hospitalists. Now, Dr. Urbane Ip, the former medical director at Surrey Memorial, was on this program last week, and he told us he wouldn't send his own family members uh, to the facility and said that patients could wait up to three days before getting proper care due to a shortage of hospitalists. Take a listen. I want Fraser Health, the leadership, be transparent with the public and say, look, we do have trouble. We understand that we are doing our best. Be patient with us. If my family gets sick, I know if I send them to the hospital and they need to be admitted to hospital, there might not be anybody to take care of them for the first 48 to 72 hours because of the hospitalist shortage. That was Dr. Urbane Ibb. Now, a lot has occurred since then, and today BC's Health Minister Adrian Dix uh, announced a number of improvements at Surrey Memorial Hospital. Uh, Minister Dix joins us now. Minister, thank you for speaking to us today. Good morning, Jazz, or good afternoon, good I afternoon. guess. It's, <laughs> it's been a busy day for you, that's for sure. Like it. No, it's been, it's been good. It's just, it's, just uh, it's always morning here in Surrey. <laughs> There you go. Well, today you promise uh, contracts for hospitalists, uh, hiring more staff for the emergency department, uh, um, and of course the maternity ward, and of course mental health services as well for the hospital. How long will all of this take? Um, there's immediate actions that are the work we're doing with hospitalists now around the physician workforce and service levels. There's the work we're doing with our emergency room teams to relieve patient demand, both inside the Surrey Memorial facility and in the community, increasing the number of internal medicine positions to support admitted patients. These are all significant measures, so immediate measures to support, uh, for example, increased funding for additional physician coverage, nursing and allied health services, including opening a care and triage unit in the emergency department. There's a series of immediate actions. In the medium term, Mm -hmm. many of these are within 18 months. It's expanding renal services. If you know healthcare in Surrey, as you, as you do, as you know, that's a very significant area of demand, mm-hmm. the need for dialysis in the community. So we're going to be expanding that within 18 months. Uh, adding within 18 months, again, two cardiac catheterization labs at Surrey Memorial Hospital. Adding a net new MRI for many people in the cardiac unit. You know, we've dramatically increased MRI in the community and around Surrey and Fraser Health. But adding an additional one will reduce time that people have to wait in the, in the cardiac wards for some specific MRI services, the renovations of existing operating rooms and so on. Those are the medium-term actions. And then we're also, as you know, we're building, of course, additional long-term care uh, beds in Surrey. We're building uh, a second hospital in Surrey. But as well, we're uh, engaging in a clinical analysis, uh, working with our healthcare workers of this site to uh, ensure that it meets the demands of Surrey in the future, and that analysis will take place, that work will take place over the next five months. Now, I don't think so any... all of those steps, short-term, medium-term, long-term. I don't think any Surrey resident's going to uh, complain about greater services at the hospital, and, and especially from t- with today's announcement. Uh, but it still took 
uh, ER doctors, hospitalists to sign a letter. Uh, why do you think it got to this point? I mean, the announcement today is great, but why did it take a letter and co- uh, a constant pressure from a medical staff to get to this point? Well, Jazz, as you know, um, Surrey was the worst-treated community in BC for healthcare prior to 2017. So we had the lowest levels of MRIs capacity for, per person. We changed that. The lowest level of care for seniors in long-term care, we changed that. We're building a second Surrey hospital. It took longer because the previous government sold the land, right, under market value. Seems incredible, doesn't it, at this point? And so all of these actions are taking place. What's happened in hospitals around BC, and you've seen this, we've talked about this in January when we announced the 10,226 people in the hospital on January 4th. We have in all of our healthcare facilities, all our acute care facilities, an increase in the census. What does that mean? It means there's more people in the hospital, and that puts additional pressure on the system. Typically this time of year, even at the high point, you'd see 93, 9,400 people in the hospital system. Why do you see 9,800? And those, those issues are magnified in a community with, like Surrey, which has such a growing population. So we, you'll remember we took issue, measures in January. We're taking now more by listening and working with doctors and nurses and healthcare workers in Surrey, and we're going to continue to take action where required. But it, it, I, I, And I don't disagree with some of the things you're saying in regards to some of the things past government could have done. Uh, but it's not 2017, it's 2023. This is also a commentary on how this present government has been handling some of the challenges in our ER rooms. Uh, do you think that perhaps the CEO should have been fired or the board uh, had have uh, had some changes brought in in regards to what's transpired? Look, at the end of the day, it takes a lot for doctors to come out and sign a letter and say, this is really bad here. I wouldn't even send my own family here. And you can blame the liberals. I don't disagree with some of the things you're saying. But you're 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 uh, six years I, into your mandate I, I, now. I, I, it's not, it's on you, is it bl- not? I'm not blaming anybody. What I'm saying is that Surrey had suffered most from the previous government's health policy. Since we got here, we've invested more in Surrey than anyone else ever. But we got to continue to do that because the population growth is here in Surrey. We've just been through, as I know, um, people a three-year pandemic. Yep, Surrey Memorial Hospital was the hospital in BC. We had some of the circumstances in the north when we were moving patients from the north. All hospitals had to deal with that. Surrey has the most essential workers, the most people working at the beginning of the pandemic in the community, in healthcare. They had real challenges. And the people at Surrey Memorial Hospital did breathtaking work about which they can be very proud. It was historically important work in this country. We've been through a three-year pandemic that put constant pressure on our healthcare system. We have other challenges, like the the uh, the overdose public health emergency. In that time, in the time we're talking about, this hospital, Surrey Memorial Hospital, increased its operating room time by 13%. It's staggering the success they've had. But when you have many more patients coming to the hospital, the doctors um, spoke about about that, about some of the things they thought could happen now. And we sat down, worked with them, and uh, we're implementing some of those things. And that's what you'd expect us to do. But, you know, in 2018, we started on the new Surrey Hospital. It'll be under construction this summer, right? We're starting with a long-term care home. It's started this summer. We had the lowest level of MRIs uh, for an urban community in Canada per capita. We've added seven new machines available in Fraser Health, a couple in Surrey. So- and we've moved past. And on seniors' care, it was the worst 
ratios of staff to patients at Surrey long-term care homes in the province, and we've changed that. So, so the hospital, we've made progress. we got to make more. The hospital, you say, construction begins uh, uh, this summer. How long? Uh, what's the time period? Three years? That's right. It's 20, 20, it'll be substantially complete in 26, open in 27. And that's a significant increase because here's one of the things that it's important to recognize about Surrey is that the population has increased about 100,000 a decade, if you think of that, every decade in really our lifetimes. Here it's a nine, Jeff. And, and what's changed, though, and changing in the next 20 years is Surrey has always been one of the youngest communities in B.C., which puts, has typically put more pressure on education than on health because that's where the demands were. We're going to see an increase of over 240% in people over 80 in Surrey, and an increase of only 15% of those under 19, 42% overall. So what you're going to see is an aging population in Surrey. Not that Surrey will become older than other communities. It'll just return to the, it'll, it'll move to the average. And that means, the, the for example, in Surrey, the largest um, cause of death in Surrey is, of course, cancer. The lot, year's loss is also cancer. Surrey will need dramatically new cancer services and why we're building at that site a second cancer center for Surrey. It's because of that change, dynamic change in the population. Minister, uh, let's say the new hospital is open. And you're right, mm-hmm. Surrey is growing quickly, 1,500 residents a month. Um, I look at Vancouver. You've got Vancouver General. You've got St. Paul's, which is expanding. You've got Women's Hospital. You've got Children's Hospital. Surrey has Surrey Memorial uh, and, I guess, next door, Peace Arch Hospital, which is a smaller hospital. You build this hospital that you were talking about. One would argue on day one, you're still going to be behind. Would Surrey even need a, a, a conversation or even a fourth hospital? Because if it's a, this, they're similar in size at the end of the day, maybe give or take 30 or 40,000. Well, Is well, Surrey well, still going to be uh, you know, under, when it comes to healthcare, still not have enough healthcare facilities compared to a community like Vancouver? So, so let me give you an example of BC Children's and Women's, right? Which was built on the site it's at many years ago. And it's been uh, rebuilt and improved and modernized on that site, right? Um, if we were building a children's hospital today in Metro Vancouver, I mean, that area of Vancouver, the Shaughnessy area of Vancouver, doesn't have very many children. It serves the whole province, so it has some proximity to the airport, right? It serves the province. It's a provincial hospital. Um, in Vancouver, they, of course, have health care needs, but Surrey is the only community in B.C. that's going to repl- get a net new hospital, we're rebuilding St. Paul's. It was built in 1910, and there was a business plan in 2002. They didn't finish it. They didn't even start it. Like, they're still at business plan stage 15 years later. And so we're rebuilding that because the current facility um, isn't up to standard, and we need it to be up to standard. But, yes, Surrey has significant demand. So what you do by building a community hospital with a cancer center is you do create more options on the Surrey Memorial site and we're going to have to, yes, expand care in Surrey. How you do that is different in different places. Like the UBC hospital, not a lot of inpatient. Mount St. Joseph, there's some inpatient, some long-term care. And then you've got BGH and St. Paul's. But are we going to have to continue to increase um, um, support in communities such as Abbotsford that are growing, communities such as Surrey that are growing. Of course, we're doing it north of the Fraser with the new projects in Royal Columbia and then Burnaby Hospital, which is seeing a significant increase. Yes, we're going to have to meet demand uh, for healthcare, And that's why we have the largest capital plan in history. And people can argue it takes too long to build a hospital, but you have to start. 
And that's what didn't happen for a long time. Minister, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate it. Hey, anytime. Take care, Jeff.